take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. Welcome back to From the Pit. I don't have any sort of fancy intro shit planned, but fuck the police. (laughs) Yeah! Fuck them. Now and forever. Yeah. Absolutely. My name is Phil. With me is Frank. Yo. Mike. Yo. And Sam. Stay strapped. Wear a mask. Fuck yeah. Yeah, but uh, so we've been gone. For uh, <laughs> we've been gone for a long time. Just a week. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone realized it. <laughs> I I hope that's not true. I'm, uh, I'm joking. It has been uh, an endless struggle with technical difficulties, and oh, uh, God. if if this if this new one we're dealing with affects you, um, then you're not even listening right now. But we are not currently on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, that will be corrected, and uh, hopefully <laughs> you'll you'll hear this after it's been corrected. They thought we died too, <clears throat> dude. The the technical oh, yeah. shit was so ridiculous. Like no shit. About a week and a half ago, like Tom and I spent like what Tom like an hour and a half, two hours on Discord just trying to see if shit would work. Yeah, and none of and none of it did. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing worked. <laughs> Literally, nothing worked. It, it was heartbreaking. It was like, um, it, dude, it was like it was a technologic, a series of technological failures that that reached like Jurassic Park levels. It was fucking awful. So. For anyone who's forgotten what we do, we're here to talk to you about all of the hardcore and metal and all that other shit that we've dug up on uh, on Bandcamp and other other various places uh, two months ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mine are fresh boys. Oh, oh that's true, because you weren't even going to be on that episode. Yeah. So there you go. This is uh, this is the lost episode plus. <laughs> That's right, I'm uh, bonus content, baby. Anyway, uh, so I don't keep dragging this fucking fucked-ass intro out. Uh, <laughs> who's starting us? Uh, like, Sam. Mike. Yep. All right. Well, in old-fashioned Tom, why don't you play that? Me. 
way to get back into it. I'm going to start talking a little bit. Anybody with me? Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, so, obvi- uh, being that I'm doing this on a phone, I have to listen to the clips ahead of time. Oh, hey, you're just like me when I started doing the show. Well, with this one, you know, I look at the, you know, play this amount of time, and then I, I'll listen to that bit. Uh, this one, I, I got lost in it, and then the song ended, and I was like, oh, yeah, that that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm really glad. So when when we initially tried to do this, we got about four or five bands in. Um, yeah. So when we had to quit recording, I very intentionally uh, tried to push everything out of my mind so that we could do this kind of fresh. Uh, and I forgot all about fucking all about this and how they're basically like ignites darker cousin. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what caught me from from the fucking gate. I mean that and the fact that it's got members of uh, Heaven's Die. That's that sticks out a little bit, but uh, it's just that crazy approach to hardcore. Yeah, you, know? you don't hear a lot of it, and I noticed they they put the tag crowbar in their uh, in their <laughs> tags, which is very appropriate. Um, I was just I, like I was just taken off I was taken <laughs> off guard by the first vocal line sounding like something out of an old Toxic album, like just that kind of old like like slightly operatic kind of feel to it i'm like oh yeah that's not what i expected no i I was gonna say i remember listening to the the, obviously the the riff starting and i was like all right and when the vocals came and i was like oh this is what we're doing well it it's cool because i mean it's something you you don't hear a lot of that sort of approach but some of my favorite bands have done it uh I, I I can't help but think of sheer terror and how frequently Paul would use uh, clean vocals over really heavy shit. Uh, just a fuck. It's a cool fucking sound, man. And when yeah. it's done right, it just it's not twitching tongues. Right? There's a band that always I'm always mix up. Twitching tongues definitely does. Uh, definitely has some more melodic shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, some people might not, want no. To, you, yeah. Go yeah. So there's some, there are some people who might want to fucking crucify me for this, but the like the heavy riffs with the 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 kind of slightly operatic cleans over them, it's almost like it took a couple of cues from power metal. If you want to hate me for that, go ahead. But it's just it's what I thought of. I think it's accurate, uh, and there's you know it's uh it's kind of nice if you if you like the concept of power metal, but the cheese is a little too much for you, this is kind of that perfect in between where you're getting some of the, some of the good aspects of power metal with it still being kind of uh, grittier. It kind of falls in that like mournful pocket, like Danzig hits sometimes. Yes. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. But all right. So that they are from Virginia that was released April first of this year and that was the track premeditated acts of unlawful revenge from the band the mirror off of sinful and original yeah where i'm gonna we, be listening and uh where can we find that mike you can find it i would have completely forgot it's been a while <laughs> okay. we're, we're all shaking the rest off man don't worry about it <laughs> right the uh you can find that at the mirror hc.bandcamp.com yeah buddy yeah boy i got one yeah I think I might. I think I might buy this tomorrow after I get paid again. This yeah, is, I got to listen to more of this. 
that was insta for me that was a good one um yeah next up from our boy derek we have sledge um let's uh let's give that a listen Heavy gets thrown around a lot, but like, I remember listening to this and just feeling like I was, you get hit by a hammer. Like, it's. So you're saying the the band, the band name is uh, appropriate. Oh, yeah. It's a. It's one of those ones that after you listen to, you're just like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, there's no positivity here. Uh, (laughs) It's. It's. angry and it's aggressive and i really enjoy how the tempo kind of picks up uh in steps until you like you've gone from really leaning into the hardcore elements to getting almost kind of thrashy with it yeah i mean i guess i saw it the uh, i guess i saw it even more extreme as like real almost sludgy starting off getting into the hardcore but you know, either way you look at it, it helps this kind of a band not get kind of mundane, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I need that. Uh, I, need that I need that tempo bump. I like it. Tempo bump. Gotta have that tempo bump. But yeah, disgustingly furious. You can get on over to sledgeok.bandcamp.com. They are from Oklahoma. And that was the track Hurt Them Back. This was released November 2017. So, before you said uh, Oklahoma, 
when you just said, oh, Sledge OK, I was like, why? Why why not just use numbers or something like that to distinguish yourself? And I was like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Because <laughs> numbers are boring. <laughs> Frank was just thinking, like, they're, they're just saying, like, uh, we're, we're Sledge, OK? Hey, that's exactly what went through my head. <laughs> Fuck my stupid brain sometimes. All right, well, that's my two. Yes, I believe that brings it on to me here. Um, well, this will be interesting because, honestly, I barely remember. Um, <laughs> even my own bring-ins, I kind of just stayed away from them. So I'll be kind of rediscovering this. Uh, um, so that should be kind of fun. Uh, Tom, why don't we go ahead and roll that? I mean, yeah, talking about how the right blend of everything. It's, for me, it was that last, like, I think it's, like, the last, like, I don't know, like, 16 seconds or so. Yeah, right? Really just, like, I'm like, oh, God, I love this. Yeah, I had to make sure I got that in the clip. Uh, also, it, I had my shit all mixed up, so I was listening to the wrong thing at first. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know everything's going great over here yeah. um but yeah that was uh that was the track illusion of peace off of uh well the illusion of peace by crave death it's a single cool um, hey, that name like crave death mm -hmm. is oh oh <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I honestly forgot how fucking aggressive that was <laughs> until I relived to it. And the, uh, yeah, that lead at the end definitely sells the fuck out of it. Yeah, my neck was not ready for that shit. No, I don't think most people's were. Well, my back is so fucked already. I had to just sit here like a good boy. 
feel no. like everything is fucked right now. And you move, god damn it. So say, Mikey's head banging right now is blinking. <laughs> Aggressive <laughs> blinking. Aggressive blinking. <laughs> might even be tears. You, oh. you think when I saw Sugar Live and I hurt my neck two songs in that I stopped head banging? No. I, I pressed oh. on. That was a fresh I... wound, though. The real pain didn't set in yet. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you can find <laughs> you can find that over at cravedeath.bandcamp.com. Mm. And it's hard getting back into the swing of this. I am uh, I am rusty. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Let me see what else. Like, oh Jesus. Hopefully no one heard that. Uh, I accidentally just started playing shit. <laughs> Let me see what the fuck else I've got here. Okay, perfect. Uh, Tom, let's go ahead and roll this. stop that <laughs> yeah man uh fuck i forgot how much i like this one too so, man, can, uh, can, you, can you imagine this shit live holy fuck oh the incredible it, it's got um they they would need that, insurance because somebody gonna die it, it, yeah. it's got some of that some of that sort of like uh motorhead rock and roll vibe but it's a little punkier uh and it, it's just it's so fucking aggressive. Dude. The energy but, in that is just insane. But it's like it's also got that it's also got that kind of sludge edge to it that's not boring like you know ninety nine percent of sludge is. 
Right. No, it's got like it's got that 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 sludge tone, which I love. But you're you're right. A lot of the time, they're nothing's being no. done with it. No. Um, here, they're 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 really utilizing it to like the fullest extent. Um, I, I I was gonna say like this is probably one of like the best times to to bring this in because this is something you want to listen to with the windows down like a like a hot like a this is summer cookout summer music. night like while while driving around like yeah yeah oh yeah. Man. Uh, so, I, I loved it personally. It's it was little bits of like almost almost Blood Brothers like Avant style, but also like there, fucking dirty noise rock, but angry. There's a there's a touch of that in there, and if you go and listen through the rest of the album, like it's uh, they they get a little weird with it, not too far out there. So like if you like the sound that you heard on this track, uh, you're gonna like the rest of the album. But there's also they do things to keep it interesting, and that's really what fucking caught me about this band was how like um, it really kind of it appeals to. There's aspects of it that I felt would appeal to everyone on this podcast, and seeing how we're like we're all pretty wildly varied, even though like we like a lot of the same shit, but we all have very different backgrounds, and we have Most our own particular things. yes, and our own <laughs> particular interests, and. Uh, I was like, I can't see any of the guys disliking this. No, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna buy that. It's going on the wish list. Yeah. So, that was the track uh, "Drunk on Bleach" off of <laughs> the uh, off of the self titled release from Made of Teeth, and you can find that over at madeofteeth.bandcamp.com. Nice. Yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> kind of want more of it be honest so uh i believe that's gonna bring it on to me yeah <laughs> yes yeah, sir this next one. Oh yeah <laughs> you know what the fuck's gonna go down uh... how to play that track <laughs>
fuck. Was that just the intro, or is, is it, or is it an instrumental band? It's an oh, instrumental it's an, band. Instrumental. Because um, with Terminal, you never know. Over, I can't get over this dude's other album covers. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. They're it's, so fucking good. So, so let me say, first off, uh, impressive. Really fucking cool. But there's it's, a, it's just a fucking shred fest. Yeah, but a, a listenable shred fest. Yes. Uh, okay. And also the 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 cheesy s like sound sounding like it's coming from a radio intro fucking killed me. I think I heard <laughs> Sam chuckle at that too. You oh, did. Yeah. I spent <laughs> I spent this entire track trying not to laugh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very goofy. Um, like it there's is, the, but... it's dripping with cheese, but it's amazing. That's the thing. Like it, it's. <clears throat> So obviously it's leaning in that like uh that power metal level of cheese. No shit. And like <laughs> wait, no no no, but normally when you do power metal like you want those like you want those like those strong vocals to go along with it. This doesn't have that. Like which means that the playing has to be like on fucking point. Yes, and I think he carries it incredibly well. Uh he I mean does. It's, oh it's, my god! I just, I'm sorry, like Phil, I, I can't get over his other album covers. They're so uh, dude, good. Uh, let me and let it. me point out, like, for you need to go look at this uh, if you're if you're listening. Um, you really need to go look at this. These these album covers are incredible, and they are called instrumental one, uh, uh, yeah. and then instrumental two and three, uh, and so metal is capitalized. This particular track uh, was Sky Sanctuary off the Ethereal Vortex album from his Moonstorm project. So he has like five other projects. Oh my god. They're all. They're all him. Uh, The names are are so on the nose, I guess. It's one of those things that, like, if he's playing like this, like I'm going to go check out the other projects because if he's playing in a with a similar uh, like a ability, just with a slightly different style, I'm mm-hmm. going to be okay with it. Like, <laughs> it's it's one of those things. It's really fascinating because he seems like the type of person who uh, he's he's obviously very passionate about the music, um, but I think in a weird way where he he's kind of boiled it down to. This is exactly how this music works. Uh, like it seems like he has a borderline scientific approach to it, which does make for great. Like it sounds fucking great, but I think yeah. it's also why there's that level of like, I don't think he's self-aware at all about how cheesy it actually is. And I, I think hope, I hope yeah. not. I hope not because that would make this even better. It's very <laughs> yeah. It's it's almost a. Uh formulaic like it's it's the difference between like Neil Breen and Tommy Wiseau versus like Asylum Films right like not knowing that what you're doing is kind of goofy and pursuing it passionately uh makes something like can make it incredible whereas if someone who like I I don't know someone who who was already well known for like (laughs) you know really heavy shit 
went and did this as like a tongue-in-cheek thing, it wouldn't have the same appeal. Like, this works for this guy. And also with the fact that, like, obviously he cares about the, like, production level and stuff like that. Like, God, yeah. is this beautiful sounding. Like... Yeah, dude. It's, uh, I, I, if I was still playing and looking for someone to produce an album, I, I would happily have him do it. It, it. it might not turn out with the sound I'm looking for, but no one's going to say it sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I bought this, like, instantly and to uh do so go to david hannah music.bandcamp.com uh hannah is h-a-n-n-a-h yeah dude if you're if you're into the really technical stuff i mean this like dream theater fans should be choking on this uh it, it's fantastic um and i think more listenable than a lot of dream theater <laughs> uh, that makes sense Oh, that that production quality is just fucking insane. It's really something else. I would love to fucking talk to this guy. I'm I'm very fascinated, and I'm curious about these other projects because, like, the um, like that clearly looks like a power metal album cover. Uh, three yeah. of these here look like they could be fucking black metal albums. So, so I'm real yeah. fucking curious. I have checked out. There's one I want to check out, and even he he proclaims it as he's like, "Oh, this is what I do for the stuff that's a little bit more like uh, darker than your normal like popular metal genres." And I was like, "Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm curious what his take on that is." Exactly. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to like I have to check it out. I I, you, I can't avoid it because it's I mean the, there's no denying the dude's talent. No, of course not. Like ridiculous player, um, and then this other one, Zephos. Like I don't know what the fuck is that. To, like, is it going to be industrial metal? I have no fucking clue. That's but I really want to know. That's the one apparently that uh, I clicked on next, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Because I when I clicked the camp, it I has hope... all different other acts, and I was like, that's the one apparently is the uh, his more darker stuff, and I was like, all right. Oh, I was just I was just hoping it would be nothing but like coal chamber covers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if this dude's doing it, it's gonna sound better than coal chamber. That's not this... hard to sound better than coal <laughs> <laughs> That's really fuck anyone anyone on this podcast could do better than coal chamber. That's not fucking hard. God, Shots that, uh... fired <laughs> at fucking awesome. two thousand three. That uh <laughs> that came out this year. Um, we're not looks like we're not getting on the Ozfest 2004 lineup. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that uh, that came out this year. Um, as well as the my next bring in. Um, so uh, this is coming out of I believe Russia. Yeah, Saint Petersburg, Russia. Um, yeah, Tom, why don't you just play that track? Musica. Можно сказать малиновый звон. Yeah, 
God, buddy, how, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you found this. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, this, what I said. <laughs> there's, much. There, there's an insanity with this. Is that like I actually found this band a little while ago when they released uh, Punk Rock Poison, and at that point in time, I was like, there just wasn't something there quite yet that I was like, I don't know, I like it, but like it's not there. Then. April this year, they release this, Let Your Demons Out. And, like, holy shit. Like, bro, it, it's, it's got everything. It's everything I want. It's a, it's a fucking, it's a circle pit banger. Uh, this is amazing. Oh, my God. Like, so, like, you got tracks like this, uh, like Raspberry Jingle. That's just a, as you put it, a circle pit banger. It's fast, aggressive, like, but then, like, the track before it, Let Your Demons Out, like, it's more like chugging pace. It's they they've uh it's like they can do both. They can do fast and aggressive, but they can also slow it down and just bring the heavy that way. So so there it's kinda old school hardcore. This is what a lot of that was. Like you know, oh, like that... a lot of the early um a lot of the early punk and and crust shit in that scene. That was like exactly what they did. Yo, it it's even in their tags. They have, uh, you know, hard and punk, punk and heavy, punk rock, yeah. rock and roll. Like, like. I see they covered UK subs here too. I need to fucking check that out. God damn it! This uh, so also the band name is uh Cobra with a K, um, and God does it slap so fucking hard. Like, I kind of dug punk rock poison, but like this, this release this year is just. It finally, like, it, it put the nail in the coffin of, like, this is perfect. Like, they're they're coming out the way they need to. Yeah, they're doing something right. That's fucking... Uh, I'm all the fuck about this. Hell you. Oh, boy. So, uh... Frank, where can, where can people find this? Ah, you can go over to uh, cobra1312.bandcamp.com. That's Cobra with a K. Fuck yeah. Nice. Alright, I guess that brings it to me. Yes, it does. Oh, man. Again, like I've said before, never let it be said that I don't take my job on this show seriously. And I think my bring-ins today will show just that. Tom, why don't you just play the first one? Oh, 
So I, I think this might be a 2020s theme song because it's just, you know, the sounds of the gates of hell opening. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> this, uh, this podcast is making me proud today. These fucking bring-ins. Jesus Christ, Sam. <laughs> you know, man, it's been two months, and I, I ain't been able to beat on anyone for a long time now. And you know, man, I, yeah. I, I've said it a, a couple times this year, and I, I think there's, I don't know if it's if it's just something's happening. Um, but again, this is one of my, like, one of my favorite fucking death metal uh releases in a while like just off of that fucking clip uh you know i know it never really went away but there's something happening in death metal where it's swinging back heavy right now oh yeah people have had enough man like there's just been i don't know i mean i feel like the last like just there's been so many just shitty fucking trends and so much fucking bullshit filler that's been just just choking the metal scene like 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 a fucking like a fucking flu that man just i guess gene palubicki from angel corpse is just like fuck it i gotta bring back perdition temple because okay in case anyone doesn't know perdition temple is the brainchild of gene palubicki who is one of the former members of another band who you know i guess if you live under a rock you wouldn't have heard of called angel corpse and Angel Corpse recorded some of the most like violent, insane, and just breakneck death metal of all time. I highly suggest everyone listening go listen to the album Exterminate if you want to see exactly how I like it. So, but yeah, this is the band that formed after like Pete, Pete Helmkamp and the rest of the Angel Corpse guys called it quits. Uh, Gene Palubicki started this band up. They've got a couple albums to date. Uh, They've got uh, Sovereign of the Desolate and The Tempter's Victorious, which I own. You should go check that out, too. And this just came out in March. This is their new album called Sacraments of Dissension. And if this doesn't end up on my top 10 of the year, it, I'm going to be really fucking surprised. It, it, it's going to be hard to bump this one off. I am really excited to uh, listen through this. There's, oh, the dude, it's it, are disgusting. Oh, dude, it never stops. And Mike... <clears throat> Go listen to Angel Corpse's Exterminate album. Buddy, you want to you want to find out? Go listen to that album and find out. Okay. Oh yeah. I've, yeah. I've got to make a side comment. Um, Go ahead. So like I'm aware of Angel Corpse. I'm sure many other people are. Big fan. But to make the comment if you've been living under a rock, but I remember a little while ago you brought in uh Bork Nagar. Yeah. So, without ever hearing them before and i'm like what like- <laughs> here's, see here's the thing it doesn't really qual it doesn't really count though because i was familiar with borknagar i knew that they existed okay you just never listened to them before yeah okay fair enough yeah good job good job like it just says like hold up <laughs> no you shot, That's a good one though you, you shot yourself in the foot frank good job Oh, <laughs> I love oh. you, buddy. I, I missed you, Frank. I really did. I'm, I'm boys. Also, I, uh, I mean, for anyone who's into it, uh, there's some witch titties. Yes, <laughs> there's there's witch titties on the cover of this album. Big, I get saggy oh, man. witch titties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So, by the way, just to clear everything up, it was like Zeppelin. That 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 track was called Eternal Mountain. It was off Perdition Temple's Sacraments of Dissension album. You can head over. <laughs> you can head over to PerditionTemple.bandcamp.com. I don't know. I think they fucked. This, I think they fucked up and not calling this album Witch Titties, though. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Straight out of the cauldron. All right. Um, <laughs> God damn it. My allergies are fucking killing me. Um, okay. So uh, con- continuing the trend of coming back strong. I got one more for you. So interesting side note. Uh, this band has not released an album since... Uh, yeah, ni- the last time this album, this band put on an album was 1992. I was, yeah, like I was like four years old the last time this band put out anything. And they just, all of a sudden, they just fucking came back this year with a new album. And I'm absolutely fucking digging it. So we're going to take a listen to a band called Necrophiliac. And we're going to take a listen to the to a track off of their kind of interestingly name. I really like the name of this album. No living man is innocent. And they are from Spain, actually. So let's take a listen, Tom. telling you i'm following up on my statement this is this is the era the fucking death metal is back in a serious fucking way dude oh yeah you can't stop it you won't stop it no matter what no matter what kind of fucking trendy bullshit you try to put into it shit like this that like the cream will always rise to the top much like our lord and savior macho man once said (laughs) i mean i mean between these two bring-ins, the fact that fucking uh, Lord Gore released a new album last year, it, it's like the fucking spirit of death metal stirred up and was like, where are my key players? And just fucking sparked them into life. Like, it's oh, yeah. fucking crazy. Don't See, all we, need, all, we need now. Now is, all we need now is a new Frightmare album and we'll be fucking set. It's ridiculous, dude. Uh, my, Yeah, uh, I'm all for this. 
Oh, by the way, and speaking of uh, speaking speaking of uh, something that relates to now, that track was called "Kill All, Burn All, Loot All." Jesus. Oh dude. yeah, dude. This is just a slab of fucking hateful ass death metal. I love it. Hurt and yeah, ass. fucking this this is this is the soundtrack for fucking fighting the cops, man. This is this <laughs> is like this is like the soundtrack to like the fall to like the fall of fucking dog shit law enforcement. This say, is it right here. Gotta change like, my earlier statement. This is 2020's theme song. Yeah, <laughs> kill all, burn all, loot all by necrophiliac off of their album No Living Man is Innocent. How the fuck do you how the fuck do you come back after 28 years and drop something like this? Like, man, like, and I've heard I've heard their earlier shit. This is even angrier. Like, how in the fuck? I don't I don't understand it. Like you said, man, everyone's pissed. Yeah, nobody's (laughs) fucking happy right now. And yeah, like this, this is the this is the time to keep an eye on death metal and fucking hardcore, man. Mm-hmm. This, is the, this is the time uh, to listen. You ain't I was kidding. Say, like, you, your bring-ins this week, plus uh, Mike shared uh, in the group chat, like, Necrot's new bring-in. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. New Necrot is going to be fucking sick. I'll be honest, like, I've been getting kind of sick of the whole, like, yeah, caveman riffs, bro. But then Necrot coming along and they're like, Oh yeah, no, we don't play caveman riffs. We just play straightforward death metal riffs. Dude, you want to? I, I have something to admit too. The What's night up? before I found that, I finally was like, I got Trump dollars. I'm going through my shit. I'm like, whoa! I never bought that Necrot album. <laughs> so it was like the night before, like I bought that shit, and then the next day, it's like, hey, by the way, we got new shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have a. Uh... I have a, uh, I've mentioned this before, I have a poster in my room when yeah. I bought the, uh, the cassette of it. And it has the, the album art of Blood Offerings. And, uh, yeah, my oh. girlfriend hates that, that album art. Because <laughs> it has a baby about to be sacrificed in the ritual, and she ain't about that. But it stays up. It's going to always stay up. <laughs> I just all I can think of is the Necrot tape stays on during sex. <laughs> Keep that furious thrust going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Damn, this what a way to come back! God do damn, it. these recommendations are strong. Yeah, again, let it never be said that I do not take like as much as I joke around on the show. Let it never be said that I do not take my job seriously. Look, I, I, it, it kind of worked out uh, in the most perfect way possible that this episode was supposed to happen two months ago, uh, but it's happening now. And I, I think the, the recommendations for this episode have just been fucking on point with how I think everyone's feeling. Uh, so, fuck yes. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm just going to make... But the timing worked. I'm just going to make a quick suggestion. Uh, all y'all right now who are out there fucking fighting back against shitty law enforcement and shitty systems, just throw on necrophiliacs. No living man is innocent and angel corpses exterminate album. Bump that shit as loud as you can and just fucking fight back. Also, let's just say like we've got in this episode, we've got, you know, death metal. We've got like punk. We've got power metal. We've got, Sludgish stuff. We've got hardcore. Like, <laughs> sludgish stuff. 
Sluggish. It's sluggish. Then we're back to Frank making up words again. That's what I, I, I do, baby. I'm an innovator. I know, buddy. I know. Your, your genius will only be recognized after you're dead. We know. Exactly. <laughs> I damn you, you fucking peasants. <laughs> I, I think what Frank's trying to say is we got we got something for for all styles of rebellion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I meant to say this at the beginning of the episode, but um, hey, man, if you've been listening to us, if you've been communicating with us since we've been out, um, and if I've if I've made promises or any of us have about bringing your material on, we are gonna do that. But yeah. Like we yeah, said earlier, we ha- this one was in the can already, and we felt it was prudent to just get this one done yeah, and then move yeah. forward. Guys, like we again, just to reiterate, we have not abandoned you. We w- we were not being lazy these last couple months. Like we've been, like especially Tom has been working fucking tirelessly to get this shit up and running again. No. Like we ran into like some of the, <laughs> we ran into like probably some of the worst technical issues if not the worst technical issues we've ever had. So oh, yeah, new computer. You're great. Please don't break on me. Yes, please don't fucking jinx it. We found Fuck. a problem that doesn't have a solution. So <laughs> I made a solution. Yeah. Yeah. But we're here and we will get those. We will get all those recommendations out. Uh, what I'm see now, what I'm really hoping is I'm, I'm going to be buying a new computer, hopefully tonight. And hopefully once I get all that shit set up, I'm not going to have any issues with it. I don't think I will, but I'm just like, fucking, I'm, Got my fingers fucking crossed, man. I was gonna say, you I, got our group chat. We're here to help. Yeah, Sammy, make sure you check your settings. Yeah, check, check your, your settings. settings. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's nice having it's nice having an IT expert uh, on hand too. You know, so is that Frank? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, Obviously, bow down before me. <laughs> God damn it! All right, we got more shit to talk about. Let's let's keep going here. That's going to bring us to a segment. God damn it. I can't it's even beer. do it. It's beer time, boys. <laughs> there uh, we go. We're going with that. And I have to, I have to, I have to make this statement now because it's part of the problems that we ran into um, and are still currently running into. Yep. Uh, we are not sponsored by anything that we talk about here. There is no payment. Nope. This is not an ad. Uh, we are strictly talking about these things because we like them mm-hmm. yeah so. anyway this episode is brought to you by stamps.com Harry's. <laughs> <laughs> uh no so this is not a uh no. this is not a paid endorsement of the brewery or the album that we talk about uh this is strictly recommendations from people yeah. who are passionate about this dumb shit that we like yeah if- if anything, also the album recommendations is it's a time that we can we can't talk about this on the first half of the show, so this is a segment where we can talk about albums that we can't in that segment. Like yes, ah, oh, of course we are talking about the brutal bruise and uh, Tom roll that. Oh, 
All right. That was, of course, Suffocation's 1991 release, Human Waste. Oh, what was, and that and was, what was track. The, and what was the song called? Jesus Wept, Bitch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank it's you been so much. Ugh. A long ass time since I've revisited this this release. Yeah. Oh, it is just a. It is this like this riff fest with just like all oh, the tone. It has this fucking thickness to it, and on top of it, you have like fucking Mullen's vocals are that like right level of. They're absurdly growly, but before everything kind of went to that, like, straight-up microphone in the boiling water, like, absurdity. It almost feels like it's the... There's still technically enough clarity to it before it becomes dumb. You know, honestly, this this really does sound good for a fucking demo that... An EP that came out in 1991. Right! Like... Everything comes through clear. Like, you can hear uh, like drums, guitar, and ba- even like the bass comes through fucking beautifully. Like, oh yeah, this this uh, is a this is a vastly underrated and sadly unappreciated entry in Suffocation's discography. Like this this is where it all began. Like this is this is where brutal death metal started. Thank you. Um, like, every single one of these bands, like they all owe their existence to the Human Waste EP. Oh, hands down, like, you have those, like, you have your more, like, uh, traditional death metal wrist, but you have those bits where it just starts fucking just slamming down and, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting, because I'm not nearly as much of uh, a death metal historian as uh, either of you, really. So, like, I, I, I never would have made the connection that, like, this is kind of where that aspect uh, oh, came from. Just like if you want to hear exactly where like the whole brutal death metal and slam phenomenon began, just go back and listen to human waste effigy of the forgotten and pierced from within just yeah, those, those, and, and breed, breeding the spawn breeding the spawn is another one too, but those I, all those releases, that is where it started. I should clarify, like I'm, I'm familiar with the albums. I guess I just never really sat down and thought about the timeline the same way that I have with, you know, other genres uh, that I'm into. Like it just, you know what I mean? I, I, that wouldn't have been my first thought in a discussion on it, but it makes perfect fucking sense. It's weird that it's taken me this long to, uh, to bring them in for brutal brews because like, obviously I love my slamming stuff. Like, and like, yeah, yes, this you is do. Where, oh man. <laughs> and like, this is kind of where it began. Like, because they'll take that, those, those just fucking grinding death metal riffs into that moment where it just starts fucking slamming hard. And like, oh, it's so heavy. It's just, it feels so right. When you, 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 you hit the nail on the head too, where I think like a lot of people who can't get into, uh, some of the newer stuff because it does get a little ridiculous like this uh this hits that line without ever crossing it mm-hmm. I f- because it was the it was almost like the uh what's the word like it, because it was the um almost like the start of it 
anyone after it kind of want always to push it a little bit further, being it on the vocal aspect or on the slamming aspect. Like, but like I said, like the God, his fucking vocals are to right at that cusp of. It's just this nasty fucking growling, borderlining on insanity right before it becomes just obnoxious. Man, I just, I just, I just, I'm just thinking back to when I first heard this shit. It's like, it, like hearing bands like Suffocation for the first time was, it really was kind of an eye opener for me and just like, this, like this is like death metal taken to the next level it, and they're just there's so many bands who've just done, done such a shitty fucking job of trying to capture this this same magic one of the only one of the only bands to actually succeed i think was like pyrexia and like deeds of flesh frankly but um yeah man suffocation like it's in a lot of ways, I still feel like human waste and effigy and pierce from with it. Like albums like that to this day, I still think in many regards are just undefeated, just unbeaten. Yeah, man. I, I, it's definitely one of those points. Um, that's exactly it. Like it's, it kind of awakens you to something different. You know what I mean? It's like the first time hearing the Cro-Mags or like, uh, I remember that, you know, for me, the, the big moment was the, um, one of the big moments in my listening history was um, was Master of Puppets. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, I was going from, like, some of the, the punky crossover stuff, and then I heard fucking Master of Puppets, and I was like, what is this? Uh, and, yeah, this is definitely one of those moments. Exactly. And, like, if you've never... Uh... If you ever have the opportunity also to see uh, Suffocation live. Oh, oh my I'm god. Gonna... Oh, you oh, haven't yet? No, wait. I did see them like back in like 2005. I remember uh forget what concert it was. I just remember like uh fucking Mullen on the stage like being him and I'm like <laughs> this is a genuine crazy person. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, fucking fr like Frank Mullen, man. He's just a fucking. I mean, I know he's not really touring with them anymore, but he's a fuck. He's a fucking madman on stage, dude. He's just sitting there like pacing back and forth, like uh, in between songs, and he's like, "Oh, fucking makes the hair stand back on the back of your neck, just like right right before you're about to knife someone." Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Even a. Uh, uh, before they before they perform Jesus Wet, he's like, "All right, gonna be honest with you." He's like, "There's some of you that once once a feeling of when you die, there's gonna be this paradise." And his name's like, "But there's not." He's like, "You're gonna sit in a box and you rot. That's it. That's how it works. This is called <laughs> Jesus Wet." Fuck yeah! <laughs> Incredible. I I remember distinctly when I saw them like this. I just remember this so vividly. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I'm meeting my daughter's boyfriend next week. The song's about what's gonna happen if he breaks her heart. <laughs> he launched into bind torture kill. <laughs> Frank, yeah, it's like, that's the, like the one thing. That, again, this is from this is like 2005. Like, well, yeah, like 
two, like uh yeah oh not not 2005 like 2006 2007 this was that long ago but i just remember that very very distinctly oh, oh my boy. now so what of course yeah what do you what do you pair with something like this fuck all right obviously i need something i need something heavy something thick mm. something bringing it so uh I've got Tonewood's Midnight Marauder, which is a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout with cocoa nibs and vanilla beans. Cocoa nibs and vanilla beans. Now, you might be saying to yourself, vanilla beans, cocoa nibs, that seems a little soft. Well, don't don't you worry. This uh this big old bottle, hey, first of all, is a an eleven percenter. And uh even though it has that sweetness to it, as a stout usually does, that bourbon, uh, it makes its presence known. Um, and yeah, this is a this is a heavy, uh, very, very thick beer, and it doesn't it doesn't hide anything. It just, from first taste, it just pummels you with flavor. It's uh yeah man, Tonewood does some amazing shit, and I I uh, I had to mention they're like they're literally down the fucking street from me, which is amazing. Nice. <laughs> uh, I can't be mad at that at all. Uh, you're, you're right down the road from Tonewood, and I'm right down the road from Flying Fish. Yeah, it's uh oh god, Jersey is blessed with just breweries popping up fucking everywhere everywhere within a 15 minute drive i think there's like 20 breweries it's uh, this i was gonna say this beer's insane in the fact of like granted obviously a a stout is going to lean towards the like multi style of beer this is leaning so far into that style that like there's that certain like uh that feeling you get on your tongue from say like a malted milkshake mm-hmm. that this gives and like, and then you just get pummeled with this like sensation of like caramel and whatnot from it being uh, bourbon barrel aged, and you get that like wood note, and oh my god, is it fantastic? You know, it's it's funny. Um, so you know, it's a weird situation because obviously we're all recording from home, hence a lot of the sort of audio fumbles you guys may have heard, where like we're we're, we're trying, but it's hard. We've got you know four people in four totally different fucking locations can't see anyone um one of whom is completely across the country so yes bear bear with us yeah if anything this has been kind of an equalizer now we're all in the same place that (laughs) that sam is um (laughs) but just by chance i happened to uh pick up a four pack yesterday um i had two left and i cracked one for the show uh after you mentioned what your your brutal bruise bringing was gonna be um, and it's actually a a beer that has been brought into uh, Brutal Brews previously. It's the Leaves of Mark Imperial Stout from Black okay. Hog. Um, so not quite the same thing, and I don't think quite on the same level. It's it's certainly not bourbon barrel aged. Um, but I I just happened to choose a fucking Imperial Stout for this album as well. It's I have to say on the uh. Uh, a similar thing, like, it's weird how, like, 
every time I have a bourbon barrel aged beer, almost every time one of the main things that like hits you right away is like this like strong caramel flavor. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's something that gets pulled out of those oak cask. Um, that literally it, it kind of caramelizes the beer. Oh, and it's. For whatever reason, my uh, my dad doesn't like it. Like he he has a he doesn't like whiskey, and he oh, has, that'll do he, it. Right, and yeah. he has any bourbon barrel aged beer, and he's he instantly just he's like, nope. You know, <laughs> it's it's interesting though because you would assume if you if you if you weren't familiar with them that bourbon barrel aging something would. Make it tastes like drinking bourbon, but it really doesn't. Uh, it, it kind of pulls notes of bourbon flavor, but it's really more about the oak cask uh, than anything, which I think in part, like it's not, you're not going to get the same thing as like sipping a, a glass of bourbon. No. I feel like what it does is it pulls out like all of the sweet notes from bourbon. Mm hmm. Uh, which. Mainly your your honey and caramels is going to just come punching you in the face. Sometimes with a bit of like barrel tap. I I think it's uh I think it's a good comparison with suffocation if you just go into it uh from like a a death metal perspective, like more of a classic death metal perspective, expecting suffocation to just be you know another death metal band, but what they bring to the table is is vastly different yeah i mean yeah well this this was not this was not death like this was not scream bloody gore this was not anything like that this was when this came out man this was something new this was something different it kind of took it from that realm of being like uh of being kind of just like thrash heavier thrash like heavier slightly more technical thrash to being really its own thing. Exactly. It's, uh, once again, it has that, it obviously has, it will have elements of almost like a, even like a, a hardcore-ish element to it, but it's its own thing. And even when, like I said, when they get into those like slammy bits and like it, even though it's as aggressive as it is, it has this fucking catchiness to it. It's, it's perfect. Well, that's the fast. I love that you you mentioned sort of the hardcore elements, and it's always been fascinating to me how these two genres have uh, have grown off of each other for the past forty years. At this point, where mm-hmm. like you know you have hardcore and you have metal, right? So you're looking at like Judas Priest and Black Flag. Right? Yeah. Fucking dudes from Black... Literally dudes from Black Flag get bored, start incorporating shit that they hear in metal. Then dudes who are into metal hear that sort of shit and turn it into crossover. You know what I mean? And, like, it, it, it's been this back-and-forth play forever where metal takes the right elements from hardcore and then hardcore hears what metal did with it and, and kind of takes other elements and creates... Something totally new. That's how we ended up with fucking, you know, uh, Harm's Way and all these fucking bands that we have now. And that's the thing. It should be this beautiful marriage. Like, also, like, I always feel like 
if someone says hardcore is taking a cue from metal, they always automatically go towards thrash metal. And it's like, no, like there, no. There's, there's, there's moments where it's death metal elements. It's you have a lot. And, and nowadays you have even black metal elements coming in. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, God, I, I did not expect this conversation out of this album, but it makes sense. <laughs> oh man when you have one of the biggest death metal nerds any one of you knows sure. right here with you it's it's gonna happen man it's gonna happen uh, little fun fact um obviously i know at least me mike and tom are uh magic the gathering nerds the album for this artwork is done by ron spencer who does a lot who did a lot of artwork for magic cards yeah well yeah, he- past right yeah he, he's done it on like well i'm just saying he's done a lot of like old like i don't think he does newer magic cards because a lot of them are like digital art <laughs> well just goes to prove what we always say is that at the end of the day fucking all of us are just fucking nerds. we're just nerdy about something very specific of course yeah like that 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 hard ass that you know down the street who's always into all the heaviest shit. He's just a giant nerd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hand him an Algebra 2 textbook so he can get a fucking boner. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite wanna... that kind of nerd. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to see that. I'm cool. Oh, the quadratic formula! God. Quadratic okay, formula. Uh, so okay. that was... <laughs> that was a segment. So, uh, Frank, why don't you why don't you wrap it up and let everyone know what they should do? What they need to do is uh, pick up a bottle of Tonewood's Midnight Marauder, throw on Suffocation's Human Waste, and have yourself a good time. Well, I'm not going to be able to buy the beer, but you bet your balls I'm going to be blasting this shit tonight. Dude, get yourselves, uh, I guess, the... Does Sierra Nevada come out your way? Oh, dude, see, yeah, we get Sierra Nevada out here all the time. Maybe uh, the the Norwal. The Norwal. It's their uh, bourbon barrel aged uh, imperial stout. Okay, well, maybe maybe I'll stop by fucking Bayway Market today on my walk and check and see if they got it. That one tends to be really fucking pricey. Any of their yeah, like I think sometimes their their barrel aged series of beers can go upwards from like 15 to 20 dollars a bottle like, I, fuck. I, I think uh i i think any good because we're uh i we went tonewood which is super fucking local like super local i'd be really shocked if you found it outside of uh south jersey and maybe yeah. philly yeah and um, seeing as i seeing as i live three thousand miles from south jersey you know yeah so doubt it, I, doubt it. I think any uh, if if you're looking for your own replacement, any any bourbon barrel aged imperial stout, uh, which every every fucking brewery has one at this point. Um, yeah, you should be able to find a good local replacement. And shit, check out your local breweries. Maybe they have one. Yeah, but even with that being said, like because of the high alcohol content, like. Even this being a local beer, like even over here, this was like uh, sixteen something. Yeah, like, it's 
it i mean they take a long time to brew too because you gotta it, like so i get it and you're, you're, you're arrow like it makes sense you're you're getting what you pay for but it it, it oh, is yeah. in in the beer realm uh imperial stouts are already expensive and bourbon barrel aging just picks everything up so yeah it's like get, i used to I, I used to religiously buy the uh, the Stone Imperial Stout every winter when it came out, and yeah, that that would always cost me like a fair amount for every yeah. pint. And this was back when I was living in California, so it was even more expensive than normal. Oh God, so, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I think uh, we we can ramble about this for entirely yeah. too long, but I yeah. think everyone gets the point. Oh yeah, we got so much fucking shit to talk about now. Yeah. yeah so. Um, I don't know how you guys want to handle it. So we have some stuff that was originally slated for the episode two months ago. Um, we, we we can talk about that still. I, I don't have a problem with that, but it might be a little... Uh, you know, um, I have one we can just mention real quick. Sure. Okay. So, uh, by the way, I finally learned how to pronounce this band's name. So... Uh, uh, about a year or so ago, I brought in a, uh, kind of death metal with black and influences, uh, from Belarus. And it, <laughs> their name is a very long Belarusian word that I had no idea how to pronounce, but I found out it's pronounced Losawa Bojswa. And I, I remember being really, really, really impressed with their last, uh, EP. And I just got a fucking, I just got a fucking email from Bandcamp like, two weeks ago saying, Oh yeah, our first day, our debut album is on the way and it's uh, coming out on June 8th. And they, so here's the thing. They, they listed uh, originally the first single on Bandcamp, but then they like got rid of it. So now you can't listen to any of the tracks on Bandcamp, but you can listen to the single on YouTube. <laughs> it's, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's bizarre dude i have no idea what the fuck happened i don't get uh can we get a, a spelling of that for people because uh i gotta uh, be honest the uh, the pronunciation doesn't help me so uh losawa bojswa is spelled l-j-o-s-a-z-a-b-o-j-s-t-w-a again they're they're belarusian so how the yeah. fuck does that come out to that all right Whatever. Yeah. Uh, how, yeah. How, how how does that pronunciation work when it's a language neither of us speak and grew up with? Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you, you can you can uh, you can head over to Gods of War. By the way, it's G O D Z O V War. Gods <laughs> of War Productions and go like go look for go look for the new Losawa Bojswa album. And the God, dude, it's so fucking good though. Like, if anyone, if anyone here digs Celtic Frost, like, like a lot of a lot of elements of the new single are just like stupidly heavy Celtic Frost. Like, crank crank up the heavy by like um, um like orders of magnitude, and that's kind of what you got. But it, again, it's like go go. There's a link to the single on fucking Bandcamp. Go peep it. It's fucking awesome. I this is another one that's probably going to end up in my top releases of 2020. By the way, I'm I have like seven contenders so far for that, well, um, and it's June or not even June. It's May. 
Well, look, I'm 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 real glad that um that all of the spelling and pronunciation on every step of that process makes it super easy for us to find. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm sorry, man. Like, Sam, feel free to post the link on our Facebook because if I was listening to this in my car, I would drive it into a fucking guardrail. Uh, <laughs> I've done that. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, we, we do have some other stuff here. I don't, do you guys want to talk about that or are we just way too uh, well, late? I mean, let's see. Um, I would say probably not much more than a month on any of the, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the call is there. I have tracks picked out for them all. They're all relatively new. Uh, Puff Pieces from uh, Dark Trail was one they reached out to us for. Um, Why don't we cover the stuff from the people who reached out to us, and then we'll uh, later on discuss the rest of this and make an executive call. Uh, that's okay. I then, that probably didn't help. <laughs> it didn't help, really. Um, the only one we wouldn't talk about is the only one that probably won't get talked about much by anybody else. So, all right, let me just let's just do Fuck it. it. Let's just let roll with say, it. Then. Yeah, let's just yeah. Uh, do more real quick. All right, yeah, we'll keep it to a minute for each one. Um, so, first up, Umbra Vitae, uh, Return to Zero. This is going to be the death metal project with Jacob Bannon. So, let's run that real quick. <laughs> Maybe it's just so, the fact that it's pretty much converged slightly different that I love it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, based off of the, the description you gave, it ended up being a lot grindier than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, like, really leaning pretty heavily into grind territory, which I like. Uh, I'm, I'm not mad at it. No. Hell no. I, I think... Mean, I think if you're a fan of converge in any facet to check this out but also like you said if you're like uh death grind or i well i think that's gonna be the the big uh the big both distinguishing factor and kind of the polarizing aspect there are a lot of people who don't like verge uh strictly because of his vocal performance and it's definitely sort of an acquired taste you either like it or you don't um 
I do think this will appeal to uh, a slightly different audience. Like, I think Converge fans are going to love it, and I think there are definitely going to be some fucking Brian fans who might find themselves enjoying uh, a Jacob Bannon project, which they never expected. But end of the day, I think we're going to hear a lot of the same sort of polarized opinion on it that we get with Converge. That's probably fair, honestly. But if you're trying to check that out, you can get on over to Umbra Vitae. Uh, you, you can get on over to deathwish.com. That's probably easier. But uh, next up, Devouring Ruin from Wake. We're going to check out a little bit of that for about a minute, and then we'll get back to it. Yeah, I really do too. I haven't. This is on my list of things to pick up. I haven't gotten to it yet. This and uh, Umbra Vitae, I'd like to kind of spend more time with, but uh, I do. Yeah, really that, like it. that's that's uh, that's really key in, in discussing both of those. Like, you know, I'm I'm basing that off of a minute clip from a single song on a ten song album. Um, <laughs> That has some pretty wild variation, it looks like. There are tracks on here that are a minute and two seconds long, and then there's a track on here that's 10 minutes and 38 seconds, and uh, kind of everything in between. So I'm real curious. Um, like, that alone makes me wonder, you know, is it, uh, where is it going to go? It's definitely not going to fall into one of the one of the formats, like, you know, sort of one of the formulas that that is super. Um, no, it's not expected. I mean, yeah, no, nah, it's obviously it's, not a strict grind album. No, clearly not, especially with a fucking ten minute song. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm very interested in uh, in where they go with that. Um, what do you do for ten and a half minutes as a grind band? Uh, and is it even really going to be strictly grind? Um, and I noticed their their first tag is black metal, so interesting. Um, definitely interesting. I want to see what this is about. Yes, sir. You can get on over to wakegrind.bandcamp.com to check that out more. Um, do we lose Sammy and Frank? No, I'm right here. No, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, right. Okay, good. I'm a. Uh... I'm going to be honest with you. I forgot to look at the... Oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, it's a shame. You really need to go back and, uh, for your own yeah, sake, check, check that, most of these. 
Uh, yeah, I definitely need to, uh, once this is done, go back and, uh, I got some listening to do. Yeah, specifically this chunk. But, uh, um, yeah, and Mike, you really need to go back and listen to fucking Human Waste and Angel Corpse, dude. You really need to do that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's my you. homework. That's my homework assignment for you for the week. All right. They're names I've heard forever, so I might as well put song to it. Good. You won't right. be mad. Nah, probably not. So this is another one that's been getting a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of steam over the last like month or two. But <clears throat> Dark Trail released an album from the band Under the Pier called Puff Pieces, and we're gonna take a little peep at the track Four Sided Triangle and uh, get back to you. more exactly in my fucking niche. Oh, yeah. very it, it, it's like it's like the Phoenix of Dillinger. Oh god. <laughs> there there's uh there's there's no question that this is going to appeal to the chaotic hardcore fans. Um <laughs> nope. Uh, what's really interesting is sort of the other elements that they bring to the table that I think is gonna kind of be a stepping stone um for hardcore fans to dip further uh outside of their comfort zone i definitely agree because it's a uh, you know what i mean it's really it, it's really a chaotic listen but if there's aspects that you can latch on to and there's a lot of uh sort of tech death elements buried in there um there there was a lot of callback to like syapis um like into the moat but better yeah it's 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 an interesting listen um again another one that i want to i want to dig a little deeper into uh to really get a feel for them but it's it's got my attention hell yeah this one i was excited about this one and even more so, I, w- I shouldn't say even more so. I just spent a fucking lot of time with this next one, Colony Collapse by Worm. Oh boy! Oh, oh. Worm, so good. Stupid good. This album. Oh my god. All right, so we're gonna check out a little bit of Shining Path. <laughs> Yeah, 
don't even want to give you an option to stick a label on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, it's just it's relentless. I think it starts and stops there. That's it. And that, it, it, it's it's not something that I'm really interested in. It's not really my cup of tea. But you can't you can't you can't deny the diversity of the material here. It yeah, and it's it's pulled together really well. Um, it, it's it's like they completely like they went into this not thinking at any point like we're doing grind or we're doing death metal or we're doing hardcore. It's just let's make angry fucking music. <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, leached uh, worm. Uh, fuming mouth, fawn limbs are all doing this sort of similar sort of like thick, unrelenting guitar master that that keeps it raw, but also keeps it just impossibly thick. That I just, I mean, I feel like all of those albums are are potential top top tens for me. It's just it's so fucking heavy. But um, you can get on over to WormGrindBandCamp.com. Check that out. I think you should. And, uh, uh, we should clarify just if somehow you've missed out worm is wvrm yeah Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> yeah i mean other than shit other than fucking i mean i got banned by trapped after about a month of not talking to you guys <laughs> i haven't see i'm not i'm not on twitter so i've been missing out on that that whole shit show but yeah, Whoa. I'm debating just making another one purely so I can get banned again. I'm missing out because he can't handle my spice. No, I mean, <laughs> like for, for all his shit talking, Chris Taylor Brown is a very delicate man. He's a very, <laughs> he's a very, sensitive, he's a very, very sensitive man. Like very, he's very sensitive. In the wrong spots, too. Like, I was like, oh, he's talking to the wrong people. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> like, oh god oh, yeah I, I fear for them if they play in new york at uh any point in the future Ooh, yeah but he's uh got tons of fighting experience don't you know? <laughs> he's that, just like i'm sure that's gonna he's just challenging literally everyone to a fight and one of these days he's actually gonna try something and he's gonna get like stabbed or shot or something. Like, like Phil That's said, a, now ain't the time. You better just yeah. you better just calm down. <laughs> yeah, you better like like Chris, yeah, you man. better just bat you better just back the fuck off, man. Like you're fucking with some people who you really shouldn't be. Make amends, dude. I've been in the same room as as Danny Diablo. That is not a man I would ever, ever want well, to piss off. Although it's interesting because like seeing seeing the the tweet the replies that uh, Danny Diablo made back to him, it it just seems more like he was just more like, man, you need help. Like, yeah, he's also very angry. <laughs> um, so like, I His remember way of all, providing help might be beating your skull in. Yeah, maybe. Like, I was talking about one buddy, and he was like, "Listen, he's like, there is, he's like, there's two type of people that you don't mess with." He's like, that's old hard school, uh, old school hardcore dudes, and dudes who got Pantera tattoos in jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't mess with them. Like, those are the type of people that you're just like, you know what? No, they're they have they have no concept of the law. So, uh, 
Speaking of shitheads, I, I this is something a bit more topical that I think we should bring up um, and have a, at least a little bit of a discussion on. But uh, Vector announced their return. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Vector coming back. Remind me why he's a shithead. I forget. He, there was uh, a video of him essentially tossing his girlfriend across the room, and people keep Whoa, saying like. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, granted, yeah. like the, the the defense keeps being, oh, he threw her onto her bed. They won't even say that. They'll just be like, oh, he just threw pillows at her. Which, first off, I don't give a fuck if if it's violent, aggressive behavior. It's still violent, aggressive behavior. No shit. Um, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's real shitty. Now, you know, looking at it, like anyone who's been with us for a while, uh, that year, Terminal Redux was my fucking album of the year. I. I like, I, I I loved that album. Um, I I thought it was great. Now that being said, like it's like we it, I know we've had this discussion a bunch of times about separating the art from the artist, and I feel like all of us art. kind of bounce back and forth because it's hard, man. Situation to situation, it's really hard to figure out. Yeah. Um. And I can't, I can't undo my love for that album, you know. Uh, but at the same time, like, to, am I gonna support further going forward? Uh, you know, I don't know the dude's personal life. Maybe he got help. Uh, maybe he didn't. But it doesn't help that he's. There's no mention of it. Like they just said, we're coming back, and that's it. Uh, yeah. See, for me, it was it was a couple things. It's like. I just remember laughing and thinking, oh, this fucking doofus is coming back. But then I'm like, wait, I don't even need to listen to any future Vector material anytime soon. It's like, because Mekong Delta just dropped a new one and Coroner have a new album that's due out later this year. So what the fuck do I need Vector for? No, I I agree. And at the end of the day, like, I think at the time, uh, Terminal Redux was really a, a breath of fresh air and what had kind of become a pretty stagnant trash scene. Well, yeah, um, it's like it's like when I brought up um, sadistic ritual last year. the re- The reason I brought that out that one, the reason that album made my top ten of the year is because thrash really, for the longest time, has been just like a bloated, empty husk of what yeah. it to be. It's a, it's the same fucking pizza thrash. It was the same just pizza thrash, goofy bullshit that we all put up with for fucking years. And you know, bands like sadistic ritual are finally starting to fight rightfully fight back against that and i mean that's yeah that's the thing so we're at a point in time now where we've we've gotten well past that um you know uh uh put out new material like there are other bands who are doing amazing things with thrash again um so while that album was i'm not gonna say it wasn't great at the time i think it was uh but at this point in time, you know, I don't think the genre needs them back. And I think for the no. sake of the scene, like, unless you, unless they either give him the boot or he comes out with some, like, really phenomenal proof that, like, he's gotten help for the, the alcoholism and the abusive behavior. And he's truly, like, um, resentful and moving on with his life. You know what I mean? Like, that's important, dude. Because at the end of the day, like... I saw the fucking video. You're a piece of shit for it. So like, and that's not to say you can't redeem yourself ever, 
but I'm not seeing any proof of that. So how do I fucking, how do I go and spend well, money? You see a shit well, it, like, you know I mean, what I mean? See, here's okay. There's another, there's another aspect of this. I kind of want to mention just real quick. Um, so I, I saw screen caps of that post. I, I, I didn't, I didn't actually care enough about that. Cause I've never cared that much about vector. You like, yeah, black future was cool. Terminal redux is cool. It's just, again, I've always just been like, you know, I could just go listen to fucking watchtower. I could just go do that. But I did see the, I did, however, see screen caps of some of those comments. And one of the new members that David DeSanto uh, announced, uh, cause somebody, somebody actually voiced a very similar concern as to what you did, Phil. They're like, some person was just like, uh, look, man, uh, you haven't shown us any degree of remorse. You haven't, you haven't shown any sign of progress of not being who you were. Nobody right. really wants you back. Why are you like, why are you doing this? And one of his new fucking members responds to that comment. It's like, it's like, I'm one of the new guys and trust me, I've heard multiple sides to this story. Smiley face. Of course he added a fucking smiley face. Oh, the fuck at, look I'm like, at oh, God. God. I saw that. I was like, like, like it, it took all my self-control not to find that post and just say, fuck off. Well, I need to know one thing. Is that why the rest of the band quit? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's why look, all of the grown ass dudes decided something, having been much closer to the topic than me, and they fucked off, then uh, uh, I'm more prone to believe. Never mind. <laughs> like, okay, so a while, a while back, like when we were doing YouTube videos, obviously we were ready to like write off Phil and Samo, like instantly. And yeah. like when that whole situation happened, and then I, there was the interview afterwards, and he kind of explained, like, he he yeah. had a problem. He had remorse for what he did. I mean, yeah, I, I recently, on this show, I uh, kind of retracted some of my statement about it and, and <laughs> presented, you know, any, like, what I had learned. Um, and yeah, it's a totally different... And look, Don Selma is still a shithead. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but he's... He's he he's he's been he's been a perpetual shithead for decades, man. But <laughs> at, at least at least he has the fucking decency to be like, like he he comes out and goes, "I fucked up." Yeah. But yes, and gives further insight into what had happened, and that's important. Uh, that's that's wildly important. Um, and when I first saw the announcement, there was a part of me that got kind of hopeful, like, oh, did the rest of the band decide to restart Vector? And it's like, no, it's it's this shithead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just this fucking doofus. He's like, oh, bro, yeah, bro, new Vector and tours coming. I'm like, see, that's the other thing. He's like, we have a bunch of tours in 2021. I'm like, man, I, yeah. I, I, feel I, like, I wonder how many of those dates are going to get fucking nixed. I feel, I, like, mean, I feel like it's kind of complicated. I mean, you've got that fucking tool bag from Amur. You've got this, you know, the dude from Vector. But then you've also got like that fucking f like pile of more like pile of rocks from uh, As They Lie Dying. And it's oh, like his band, his band was actually desperate enough to go back to him. So it's like insanity in fucking sanity it's which, like, is, which is interesting because i believe like there were members of as i lay dying who testified on his the guy's ex-wife's behalf yeah and then like going back it's like oh yeah we can we do the band again i'm just like oh you what the fuck Pussy. 
God it just, I guess it just depends how desperate it feels. If it does, it, like Phil said, if it feels like they learned their lesson and said they're sorry and, and put and move forward with some fucking courage, then that's one thing. But when they kind of slink out of jail or, 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 or kind of try to reform a band against all odds, it's kind of like, well, are you just trying to monetize your foolishness? Like, I don't fucking know. I don't think it's, I think he's just trying to bury it because the, the thing is like, I mean, they got, Vector got a lot of attention in the metal community for that album. Um, And I I completely understand why. And the thing is, end of the day, a lot of metal is not like a lot of fans are not tied into the social media surrounding it. Um, They just listen to the music and you could tell looking at the comments that there are a bunch of people who knew nothing about it. And were just like, what happened to Vector? Oh, Vector's back. And you know, I get it. Like, but at this, yeah, so I, I think he's just trying to bury it and hoping that they can kind of float off of the people who really aren't aware. Um, so I, I think it's important. And I think, I think people deserve to be aware. If you're giving your money to someone and that's out there, you should at least know before yeah, you decide to. It's like, it's like, you know. it's like fucking before, like before you buy that, before you buy that Argo Slent album, if you'd like fucking fourth rate us power metal with out of place harshes on it, you know, like, <laughs> which, is, which is basically what Argo Slent are like, yeah, if you, if you think that's sick, you should probably know that their members are like extreme bigots beforehand. Well, their, right. lyri- their lyrical content is based very much in like the, the, blatant promotion of bigotry and racism what about a murkier what about a murkier topic like uh decapitated oh they dude they haven't put out anything semi-decent since the negation anyway so terrible people (laughs) they've been they've been a terrible band for fucking years no i mean i i mean so does quality really matter in your like calculus or uh to a much lesser degree that's what i figured i mean so like that that's like a less clear cut case, but I mean, yeah. if it's real, if it's real, then they're absolutely horrible. But if it's yeah. not, then so I, I don't know where do you where do you fall on that? Well, I mean, fucking the shit that decapitated were accused of, like was fucked. Like as it soon was. as I heard that, man, I'm like, I kind of just like I kind of don't want to listen to decapitated anymore. Which I didn't do a whole lot to begin with, anyway. I mean, we have to then address even in the non-metal community. Um, oh, yeah. There's the 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 argument with Michael Jackson. Mm. That's a rough one. That's, like, yeah, that's yeah, a, see, that's by a the way, other world of shit. By the way, yeah. anyone if anyone really wants like some perspective on that, like I, uh, if anyone has ever heard a last podcast on the left, um. Ben Kissel and Henry Zabrowski had a really fascinating discussion uh, after the, the Leaving Neverland doc came out. Yeah, and so uh, there there was a point where Henry Henry said something that actually that because I I've never had a dog in that in that race before. Like I'd heard the accusations, and there was always a part of me that was just like, yeah, it's probably true, because he's like because he's he's rich, he's powerful. Like his family, like the Jackson family, it's, it's like an economy in and of itself with how much fucking money that that family's legacy has created. And what Henry said that kind of made me think about it more was like 
It's like, you know, you, there are a lot of people accusing the people making these accusations of like, Oh, you're just trying to get money. You're just trying to tarnish the legacy. But he's like, look, the Jackson family has some of the most brutally effective legal teams in existence. Like anyone who goes up against a legal defense like that, they're not doing it for fun because like, these are some people who will straight up drag you and ruin your fucking life in public. Never mind because the because like- they have they have to protect the Jackson legacy because that's their bread and butter and it's like Henry just to finish this up Henry also said like you know there are a lot of people who seem to be basing their emotional well-being on Michael Jackson's innocence but it's also like how many people have to say the words how many people have to come forward how many people have to say the same thing over the span of decades before you there- start to consider yeah. the possibility that there is something to this. There's there's also the whole fucked aspect of like, man, that that dude like had an abusive childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Like his his father was fucking horrible to him. So to to, to pull it back a little bit before we go too far down the MJ rabbit hole, you know. Um, <laughs> yes, that, uh, I'm not not gonna lie. Uh, the the to, the topic of the topic of child abuse always kind of brings out the really really aggressive side of me of course of course but uh you know really on this on this note like i i I think what it boils down to for me with um with vector like i'm i'm never not gonna have a fond place for terminal redux it just it it did something for me at the time it it uh I, I, it's a great album still, and he was only what one fourth or one fifth right. of that album. Um, me, me and the bassist of uh, Jettison Gray Matter, like, I remember when I first met him, I was like, "Yo, have you listened to Terminal Redux?" And his eyes just like lit up, cause like, yeah, yeah that is fucking insane. It was a, it was sort of a, a, a reawakening for a lot of us who were kind of uh, lost thrash fans. You know what I mean? Like, um, so it has its place and it's important. But uh, that being said, with 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 his approach to this return, uh, with his complete uh, it's just crass. ignoring it, it everything, is, it is um, completely crass and completely just. Just, just, yeah, it's it's senseless and they're and it's crass. That's really yeah. What it I can't I can't support it. Um, and I you know I I, I hope it bites him in the ass because you, you had the opportunity. You, you could have approached this better, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. No, you just decided to. He 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 tried to pull a fucking Maddox and pretended like nothing happened. Huh. <laughs> deep cut. Yeah, um, yeah, deep fucking cut. But, but yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, sorry, Phil. Go ahead. No, no. I, I, I mean, that's that's really where it lands for me. Uh, and you know what? I'm I'm just gonna end it with this for per, for me personally. You do not need Vector anymore. Go no. grab the, go grab the new Mekong Delta. It rips. If you're like me, and if you've got your fucking dick in your hand, waiting for the new Coroner album, like just yeah, grab the new Mekong Delta. Pre-order the new Coroner when you can. That that's it. That's all you need. You don't need Vector anymore. We do not no. need David DeSanto anymore. Um, I I saw that post and I was just yeah. Again, it was the most fucking obnoxious, crass, and just 
fucking awful thing is just like seeing that other members like I've heard multiple sides of the story. I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. We don't we don't need your banana stickers. Fuck out of here. <laughs> go, go go listen to Nilithia. They were always better anyway, and they've yeah. got new material. So Yeah. Yeah. New coroner, new Mekong Delta, new hardcore. Or you know what you could also do? You could also go listen to human waste instead. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. Full circle. All right. Well, we've rambled a bunch, uh, but we we needed this, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, we gave you guys some material to get back into it because it's uh, man, it felt shitty not doing this for two months. So, oh, dude, I'm I've I've just had so much built up. I haven't been able to yell at people about this shit in months, and it feels good to do it again. So if you stuck with us and you saw this episode drop and you listened to it, thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for being patient. We're incredibly sorry. If you've been donating to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash from the pit, uh, we're going to get you some episodes soon. I promise. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been able to upload anything because Tom does all my editing for me. So yeah, I, will, yeah. I, I, I will get you guys new old school shit soon. I've got a couple of, I've got like five or six bands in the pipeline right now. It's going to be coming guys. Just wait for it. So we will get shit to you. Uh, as always, you can always go to F the pit.com for everything. Episodes, social media, all that fun shit. Um, yeah. You know, uh, like subscribe, leave us comments, especially if you're on fucking iTunes download, please. Yes. Uh, and you know, all that fun shit. And I think that about does it for me. Okay. Hell yeah. Oh, well, it seems that we've arrived at our destination. <laughs> it is now safe under your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>